Welcome to another episode of the Powerless to Powerful Recovery Podcast. My name is Jason. I'm an alcoholic and addict. Today's topic is going to be about action. It's a program of action. Recovery is all about action. Nothing changes if nothing changes. You continuously hear that and it couldn't be more true. We also talk about the power, the power that comes from the knowledge. But what I understand today is that the power actually comes from the application. What's that look like for me? Recovery is like a muscle. I got to work it out every day. Just like if I wanted to get physically fit. Even when I don't want to do it, I have to. I have to get up early. I have to continuously go to the gym. I have to continuously work these muscles on a day-to-day basis because if I don't, I'll lose it. Same thing with recovery. It's important to understand that this process requires vigorous action. And when I say vigorous, I talk about energy, intensity, force. That's the type of action that I'm talking about. Because this addiction is progressive. It gets worse, never better. And if left untreated, it's going to cause me to die. So that tells me that I have to have an extremely aggressive recovery. I have to be willing to go to farther lengths than I ever was in my addiction. And if you're like me, there are many times when you have a dollar to your name, no car, nothing, no phone, but I always made it happen by the end of the day and usually multiple times. That type of action on a day-to-day basis that in my addiction that was a necessity for me is the same lengths that I have to go for my recovery. It's got to be the same. So as I start to work a program and I choose to work a 12-step program, and we're going to be kind of talking a little bit about that today. I have to understand how to apply these things. It was very important for me because I could read the steps. I could read the book. I could write some things down. But how do I put it into action? How do I create habits? How do I understand the tools? How do I obtain these principles? How do I create awareness? How do I start to not just believe in a higher power, but start to experience? How do I do those things? And that's important for me to understand. So today when I work with guys, when I talk to my sponsor, I continuously talk about how I'm applying them in my life today. And they're the same thing. There's no certificate for completing the steps. You don't complete recovery. You continuously mine for it. Just like it talks about in the family afterward in the big book. It talks about like we're we're miners who struck gold. And all we have to do is mine for it for the rest of our life and give the entire claim away but I have to mine for it. How do I mine? What's that look like for me? And it's still relevant today and it's still the same type of things I did in the very beginning. Step one is ultimately about surrendering and asking for help and realizing I don't have this. If I had it, I would have done it a long time ago. It's the same thing today. I still have to ask for help. I still have to understand that I can't do this alone. So when I don't know something or I need help with something, I ask. That's what my sponsor is there for. That's what my closed mouth friends are there for. That's what my support system's there for. I have to do that. But really early on in the beginning, when we got to steps two and three, that was the most important thing for me to really identify. Because I could believe in a higher power. I could believe in God. I've always believed in God. I was a Catholic. I was an altar boy. I was raised that way. I'm Italian, right? That was easy for me. But how do I apply God in my life? Because when I make this decision in step three to turn my will in my life, my thoughts and my actions, what does that mean? So when I come to believe in step two, my sponsor asked me to write down some spiritual characteristics. If I could identify some characteristics of the God of my understanding, what would those be? And those would be sober, loving, 
committed, understanding, forgiving, honest, respectful, non-judgmental, just to list a couple of them. So now I've started to identify what my action step will be in step three. So when I make that decision to turn my will in my life, my thoughts and my actions, before I act on any situation, I have to remember those spiritual characteristics and make sure my actions reflect it. This connection for me is a 50-50 relationship. I have to do the action steps, the footwork on a day-to-day basis and trust in my higher power through having faith and through experiencing, through consistency when I do this, that he takes care of the outcomes. And they just tend to be better than anything I could have planned. So now I'm starting to understand how to apply this program to get a result. Because if I'm not getting a result from it, I'm not going to do it. And when I get to step four, I'm starting to understand these things. I'm starting to understand resentments. I'm starting to understand fears. I'm starting to understand sex inventory and ultimately just relationships in general. So when I look at these resentments, I understand that my job and my part, my action step and my tool is to understand no matter what happens in my life, if I'm creating a resentment, what part am I playing in it? The book gives me some tools, prayer, to pray for these people. Even if I don't mean it in their only words, do it anyways. Do it for two weeks and you'll come to find that you mean it. I understand that my life depends upon my constant thought of others and how I may help meet their needs. So if I'm creating resentments, then I can't be helpful. That's my action step, to help this person, to understand they're spiritually sick. When I move on to fears, okay, I could write them down, but how, how do I overcome them? What's the action steps behind that? So when I put these fears on paper, why it's my fear, what it's my fear, when I'm running on self-will, how do I handle it? The action steps come through the, the third part of that, the God sufficiency. So when I write all these fears down, I start to understand what the new solution will be because I made this decision to turn my will in my life, those spiritual characteristics. I start to understand how I overcome these fears by living in that. What's that look like? How do I do it? I start to understand that I have to work a program recovery. I have to ask for help. I have to have a spiritual connection. I have to pray. I have to meditate. I have to get my feet moving on a day-to-day basis. And when I do that consistently, no matter what happens, those fears fall for me. My faith grows. That's the action behind it. That's what I'm talking about. When I look at the sex inventory and relationships, I start to understand that I have no idea how to have a meaningful relationship. I have no idea how to have intimacy in my relationships. The genuine sharing of one true self with another. That's what I'm talking about. So I start to understand what healthy relationships look like. They're built on some characteristics. Honesty, joint action, open communication, respect for each other, and genuine concern for one another. That's my action step. So I have to exhibit those in every relationship and have to demand that the people in my life reciprocate those. And we start to contribute to each other's life. And I start to understand how to have meaningful relationships. These are the action steps that I'm talking about. Because like I said, I could read the book. I could write some things down. But unless I know how to apply them, they're just words on a piece of paper. Just words in a book. So when I get to step six and five and ultimately five first, and when I get to that, I start to understand that I have to be honest. I have to bring everything from the dark to the light. That's my job. That's my action step in the fifth step. Because when it's in the dark, it holds power over me. The things I said I would never speak about, the things that cause me the most fear, the most self-hatred, the most self-loathing, the most self-resentments that I carry, 
I have to bring those from the dark to the light. I have to start that healing process. I have to remove the mask. I have to be okay just being me. And when I look at step six, what's the action behind it? Because it's just a paragraph in the book. What does that mean? Willingness, removing the objectionable. I have to understand that these character defects that I've written down in four and five, that I've seen in black and white, that I've talked about, I have to understand, I have to be willing to let those go, but it doesn't happen over my, overnight. The action step for me in step six is to maintain that awareness when those defects creep up that I have to immediately understand that I have to switch it to an asset. And it's real simple. If I'm being dishonest, I have to get honest. If I'm being judgmental, I have to get non-judgmental. If I'm harboring resentments, I have to be forgiving. I, I, I put those down in two. I made a decision in three. These are the action steps that will continue to be prevalent throughout my whole life. When I get to seven, it's like, hey, here it is. I'm going to continue to put the footwork in on a day-to-day basis. I'm reaffirming step three, turning my will in my life. I'm going to live in those spiritual characteristics to the best of my ability on a day-to-day basis. And when I don't, because I'm human and believe you me, those days happen. It happens often, but I have to correct it. And if I've harmed anyone or I've hurt anyone, I have to immediately make an amends for that. As I continue to move through step eight and step nine, I have to put these people down that I owe these amends. I've already wrote them down, but I have to actually make the amends. So many times the opportunity is there, but I don't do it. I have to do these things. I cannot shriek at anything. I have to. My life depends upon it. So I have to make these amends. I have to go to the people I don't want to go to. I have to own my side. I have to clean up my side of the street. That debris has accumulated over many, many years of running the show myself and living on self-will, but I have to clear it. That's my action step. And when I finally start to experience those promises, the nine-step promises, and I start to get a better result, and I start to not just believe in a higher power, I start to experience these action steps become easier, just like working out. Just like working out. And you know, when you first start working out and you're sore and you're not seeing any results, but you keep at it and you keep doing it, then one day you pass by that mirror and you see those results and you like what you see. Now you want more. It's the same thing with recovery for me. And when I move into 10, 11, and 12, 10 is ultimate awareness on a day-to-day basis, the character defects that I operate in, appreciating the character assets, but ultimately correcting them. That is my action step. How do I maintain the spiritual connection in 11? Because I can get up in the morning, I could pray, I can meditate, I can read several different books like I do every morning. But then I can get in rush hour traffic and I could act a fool real quick. And then the spiritual connection is gone. How do I continue to maintain that? So there's some steps for me. There's some action steps that ultimately that go along with that. I have to pray. I have to meditate. I have to understand how I experience spirituality through music, through friendship, through meaningful conversations, through being present in the relationships in my life. So when I put those into my life, when I put those into play, I'm not just believing, I'm I'm starting to experience through service work, through sponsorship, through living with integrity. When I put my day in a day-to-day basis and I break it down, I introduce those things into my lifestyle and I start to accomplish things and I set goals and I chip away at them every single day. Those are my action steps and I do the footwork no matter what life throws me. I continue to stay in forward motion. I continue to grow. When I do those things, 
the program starts to really work in my life. But I have to do them consistently, day-to-day, on a day-to-day basis. It talks about getting complacent in step 10. It talks about resting on your laurels. It's easy to do because drugs and alcohol are a subtle foe. They're cunning, baffling, powerful, and patient. So every day I have to continuously get up and put the action in. So through step 11, understanding what my purpose is, what God's will for me is, whether I understand my will to be defect, his will to be asset, whether I understand it to be selfish, which is my will, or selfless, which is God's will, whether it's as simple as the characteristics that I established in step two as being his will, my will riddled through four and five. Now I start to understand how to apply it. Ultimately getting to step 12 and the action steps behind that. Finding a sponsee, working with my sponsor, getting a service commitment, continuing to be present in the lives of the people that are important to me and continue to give back which is so freely given to me. Because life happens. Recovery gives you this good life. You start to have all these interests again. Your family relationships start to get rebuilt. You start to have hobbies again. You start to acquire things. It's real easy for it to get in the way of their life recovery gave you. But when I put recovery first, everything second becomes first class. It's so true in my life. So every day I continue to suit up and show up and continue to put the action in. And it's so critical for me. So I encourage you to really look at yourself and understand where you are in your recovery and what type of action you're putting in. Because nothing changes if nothing changes. It's a program of action. And remember, the power comes from the application of it. If I was to ask you what kind of action steps you put in, if I was to ask you what action step comes with each step, could you tell me? Do you understand it? Are you applying it? If you can't answer those questions, then we got to get some work going here. Find a sponsor, hit a meeting, find a path. If it's not 12 step, find something that works for you, but understand how to apply it. Recovery is a program of action. I'm going to continuously be posting some content. I'm going to continue to mix it up a little little bit. I want to also introduce a couple interviews I would like to do with some guys who are very important, part of my support system, guys in recovery, guys who are really doing the deal, who are putting that action in on a day-to-day basis. I'm also going to introduce some funny stories because we're not a glum lot. Recovery has given me the best life, but I couldn't just sit there and just pray for it to happen. I had to get up every day and get my feet moving. Some days I move fast and far ahead. Some days I'm running. Some days I'm sprinting. Some days I'm just inching forward. But every day I'm putting that footwork in. It's important for me to get a positive result out of every single day. At the end of the day, when I've accomplished things, when I pray, when I meditate, when I've been of service, when I haven't harmed anyone, when I've engaged myself physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually and found a way and action behind each one of those to find a way to grow at the end of the night when I put my head down, I feel good about that. And when I feel good about the way I am, the things that I'm doing, and the actions I'm putting in on a day-to-day basis, I don't want to change the way I feel. But if too many days happen where I'm falling back, when I'm not putting action in, when I'm not working a program of recovery, when character defects are creeping in, it's a very dangerous situation for me to be in. Every day I have to get a positive result, and that requires action. Recovery is a program of action. I encourage you to get them feet moving.